What's up, Overcomers? Welcome to another episode of the Overcoming You Podcast. I am your host, Josh Canuti. Thank you for tuning in again. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for the ratings, the reviews, the DMs, the kind emails. It is so heartwarming and so amazing to see how fast this podcast is growing. It's far exceeding any sort of projections I ever could have had. And it's all thanks to you, the listeners, and to my amazing guests like the one I have today. My guest today is a fitness model. She's been in multiple fitness publications. She's an all-max athlete. She's been in multiple fitness competitions. She'll talk about the grueling, intense workout regimen she had and how she had to overcome and push through. And she'll also talk about some body image issues that she had as a young girl. And then even at the peak, when she's doing fitness, posing, and modeling for publications, she still has some insecurities from time to time. And she'll talk about how she overcame that. What I want you to listen to is the fact that she is a person of profound integrity. We'll talk about how she could have taken the easy way out sometimes, but she said no. She will talk about how when she makes a decision, she is all in. And she'll talk about how she doesn't want to let other people down, but she doesn't want to let herself down. And that type of integrity is becoming very rare in today's society. So I'm very, very lucky to call her a friend. I'm very lucky that my wife is friends with her. Those are the type of people I want my wife to hang out with. Those are the type of people I want to hang out with. So please welcome my guest today, Allison Taylor. Going into the those competitions and when you go to do like photo shoots and stuff like that, are you ever 100% satisfied with, with your look? You know what? No. Amber Taylor. <laughs> Allison Taylor. Love it. Love so, it. So <laughs> to give it a little, everyone a little bit background. So Allison T- Taylor, what's your what's your Instagram? ataylor716. ataylor716. And then you have a Facebook um, following as well? Yeah, same thing. Same Allison thing. Taylor. Um, I think it's ataylor at the end or so- something. You can find it on my Instagram handle, but it's yeah. there. Yeah. So <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing. I, contrary to this, story and i'm being very honest i have this thing about remembering people's names and when i say thing i mean i take it very very seriously yeah because you've read in all the books like you know people the most important word in the english dictionary is the person's name and so i take pride in knowing it because like when i go into a room especially when i go into somewhere place new i like repeat their name to myself i try to do okay allison black shirt allison black shirt you know (laughs) so you're friends with with my my wife yeah and when I first met you, so we're still um, in the dating stage. I'm still getting to know my now wife's friends. And so I'm trying to make it very, very important to remember everyone's name. Mm-hmm. So I go in and you're, you're um, do you remember the actual first time we met? I, it might have been her birthday. Okay. So it's yeah. her birthday. I meet you. Allison, hey, it's Josh. Hey, good to right? meet you. Yeah. Uh, talk to you. Flash forward two weeks, three weeks later. Hey, my name's my name's Josh. Yeah, I know. My name's my name's Allison. I met, met you uh, met you like last week. Oh, sorry. I, I just met so many people last night. Totally honest. Like that one there is yeah. okay. That yeah. first one's okay. Yeah. Then two two months later, some, I walk into the room. You're the only face that I in my mind don't recognize. Walk right over at Tony's at Tony's uh, house. Walk yeah. right over. Hey, my name is Josh. Good to meet you. No, yeah, I no, I've met you three other times. <laughs> And then we were on that oh. third time we were driving home and Jeanette's like, how do you not fucking remember her name? She's the, she's <laughs> yes. the fitness model all around. Like, how do you not remember her name? And oh. I'm like, oh, okay. And then it happened a fucking gin. Four <laughs> times it happened. I forgot this freaking person's name. Oh. 
and it's so it haunts me. It haunts me. So anyway, sorry. I know that's the listeners like just get to the fitness model stuff, but seriously, it's kind of kind of funny. I don't know how that happened. It's okay. Yeah, funny story. It made me feel like because the day when I saw you at Tony's, mm-hmm. and I just came workout clothes kind of you know not done up or anything so I was just like oh is it because I have my hair up and not down that you forgot and Jeanette was like no I'm not siding with him for that like right. he should have remembered yeah you look the same <laughs> like yeah. it's fine so it was funny <laughs> interesting interesting so cool so today I kind of want to talk about multiple things but I want to kind of start off by talking about one how did you get into the the fitness career or fitness space yeah so how did that first all come about have you just always been in physical fitness and then all of a sudden somebody just picked you out of 24-hour fitness and was like you're my girl (laughs) or how did that how did it all all come along great question I mean sports has always been a part of my life not a lot of people know this about me but in the fourth grade and before that and you know few years I had a very like fat girl period I was uh, actually about 140 pounds in fourth grade. Really? Not not tall at all. What's the what's the average weight? I, I just don't remember. Just for my personal, I, like probably like I don't I don't like know 90? like 90 pounds or whatnot. Yeah. But I was I was chubby, nicknamed, made fun of. I mean, it was it, it was hard because yeah. you don't want to be like the outlier when you're young and yeah. um, you know going through that. My mom was like. We got to get her into sports. Like we got to, you know, do something, have her run around. So I got into soccer and then fell in love with being part of team. I was actually goalie to start okay. off at, at soccer because I was the fattest person on the Such team. a big person, the goalie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, cool. All right. And then there was one game where I was goalie, but then somehow there was a loose ball and, you know, I have speed. So I sprinted to get the ball, ended up somehow, this is AYSO, so not really, you know, crazy challenging at that time but I scored from that breakaway and they're like wait a second we got to pull her out of goal and get her on the field and I started to kind of lose weight Mm -hmm. at that as well so I wasn't the largest person on the team anymore Mm -hmm. and I was faster I was getting better so I was like really I don't know it felt great and I wanted to be involved more. So I asked my mom, like, can I get into more sports? So soccer started to do, you know, gymnastics for a little while. Then I got into Irish dancing competitively. Um, What's Irish then, dancing? Have you seen um, Riverdance? Yes. It's that. Oh. Oh, yeah. You have the, you have the crazy feet. <laughs> yeah. You got the crazy feet. Uh-huh. Oh, um, yeah. 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 So I did that competitively. And then, you know, junior high happened. I started to get involved with lots of sports there and, you know, transitioned to high school. And then in college, I did long jump. So sports Mm. were always part of my life, but I didn't take the lifting seriously. You know, it was more of like team sport. I love the game. I love the competition, love the values that you're learning from it. But taking it to the next level started when I actually, you know, was in a gym, my apartment gym, And it was after a breakup where I was like, I'm just going to keep working out. I want to get my mind off of things. You know, here's a workout that I found in a magazine and I'm just going to do it. Like, going to keep doing it, focus on myself. Because funny enough, a few few of my friends have done competitions before that point. And I told them, 
I can't do it. I can't give up like, you know, the social aspect of it. I can't I can't do it. I'll be there to support you, but not going to happen for me. Okay. Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm in the gym. I get approached by, you know, someone who was a coach and he's still a coach now. And he approaches me. He's like, are you training for something? And I'm like, uh, just life, I guess. Yeah. Like, no. And he's like, you know, I think you would be really good if you've ever thought about competing at like bikini competitions or bodybuilding. Like you have a great physique, a great look. Um, why don't you just do a training session with me? See how it goes. At that point, I was like, you know, no creepy vibe. No creepy <laughs> vibe, because like I don't know. I was like, yeah. it. Yeah, not yeah. like trying to hit on me. Older, he was a little bit older too. So I was like, okay, this is his business. He was wearing like his shirt. And I'm like, fine, one one time. Like, let's see if he can make me essentially like push me to my limits. Yeah. And so he did. <laughs> I was like, wow, I've never really worked out this way. And it was like an amazing feeling mm -hmm. and something that I've never experienced before. So he was like, okay, if you really want to invest in this, like let's – see when the earliest is that you can get ready for a show. It's like, and fine. So real quick, just describe for everyone listening, what constitutes a, a show? Like what's, so most Sorry. people don't, don't know that. No, yeah, like yeah. Um, well, there's a few, a few different, I guess you'd term it as like leagues or organizations. Mm -hmm. And it's essentially a physique show or bodybuilding show. Most people know it as, I don't know if you've, if, you're familiar with Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. and he used to do it back in the day and they take that and you're literally on stage with probably up to 20 different people. It could be 40 at sometimes depending on the level and you're competing for a physique. It's almost like yeah. um, a fitness. I don't want to I don't want to offend anybody because right. it's, it's like a fitness pageant or, you know, I would say like the hard work, like people call it a sport because you do put in a lot of hard work and dedication. Yeah. But you are you are judged on your overall, you know, your complexions, so your tan, your, you know, mm -hmm. muscle physique based on that category. So bikini, it starts off as almost imagine like what you're seeing on the covers right now of like, you know, your general like fitness magazine. It's, you know, minimal tone and then up to a different level is figure where that's up to, you know, let's say just 15% more muscle mass. And mm -hmm. then 15% on top of that is physique and physique involves more competition. Like you do a routine because yeah. I don't really know the reasoning why, but it goes up and up and up until then. Um, so it's, it's a lot that goes behind it. And then you're also on stage and next to nothing like you're in this blinged out bikini for females yeah. male snow um right. <laughs> and then you know bare bottom whether you want to call it a thong or like a, a cheeky bikini like that's yeah. what you're in so you can go pro in that sport and then you can compete at many different uh, you know competitions such as the olympia which is huge the arnold classic um and yeah. so much more and you can even go internationally with it so just for the listeners and i don't mean to once again i'm not looking to offend anybody in any, anything like that or make anything less than but just so because the average person doesn't know know the difference so yeah. what you were in everybody knows this what you would in would be more of what you would see like an instagram model type and then there's also there is a difference where you know, there's a little bit more muscle building for that uh, guys and some other gals that gals do. But you're more in that fitness um, Instagram model kind of if as far as the physique look, if someone yeah. were going to picture it. Like I said, not to not to 
make it less than or anything like that just for the picture of, of the listeners and stuff like that because I didn't I didn't um, most people don't know that right stuff, so. right a lot of people don't and that's where I started and then because I got down to when I got lean it was it was a unique look I think it's because my sports background and my muscle build it was almost like someone would say just like crazy shredded yeah and so getting up there on stage and you have like a teeny like I was probably 115 pounds at some point, just shredded to the bone, you know, but then trying to look like a softer look, it just didn't happen for me. So Mm -hmm. going to the next category and trying to do it naturally um, was the next recommendation. So I was like, okay, I'll try out figure. And then that's a different, it's a different suit. It's basically the same thing as bikini, but it's connecting like with two small pieces, one in the front and then it crisscrosses in the back. Okay. I don't know the reasoning behind the suits. It makes me want to, you know, look it up now and talk to yeah. <laughs> talk to more people about why did they make the suits this way? But yeah, I jumped up to that category. And then after competing in that category for a few years and just, you know, finding out that I want to just make it more of a lifestyle and go mm-hmm. down to, you know, maybe in between like a, you know, like a bikini and a figure, but more so do it for me is where I think I'm at now. Okay. Yeah. So kind of going back to, so you have the the guy that he sees you, picks you out, pushes you to limit, like, oh, there's something here. Yeah. And you start, now you're starting this journey. So from that, that day to when you started to compete, how long is this workout? I mean, we were like, okay, what's the soonest? And I was like, if I'm going to do this, like, I know from the friends that had competed before, like the food restrictions that they're going to have. So what's the shortest time frame here? And he was like, you know, we can get you ready for March 10th. And I think this was about like a little less than three months. And I was like, okay. So I come to him and I, you know, probably 30 pounds heavier than where I was at show date. So losing that amount of weight and some of it on show date is definitely a lot of, you know, water weight mm-hmm. as well, but a significant change. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I had I had muscle before just from sports, not enough to make up for like, you know, you're losing 20 pounds in a short time frame. Yeah. But I was all in, you know, if, if I'm going to get up there, he told me what it was about, you know getting up on stage, I was like, I got to do this right. Because if I'm going to invest in myself, like I don't want to, you know, cut it short. And then I'm inviting my friends to come and see everything. And I I can't let them down. I have to win something, you yes. know, that's where it, that's where it began. Yeah, that right there is a real, real massive life lesson that I think a lot of people what, I, what I'm understanding through this podcast is that when the people that sit across from me or people that sit in your chair, they oftentimes don't know some of the amazing things that they've done. And, but you start to hear patterns through having conversations. So there's a pattern that you just said is that it started the mental side. It started with you first. You said, I wanted to give this my all, but then you did the next step, which is so important is including other people in it because now, because it's a lot easier for us, to give up on ourselves for some reason than it is to give up on our loved ones or to feel less than in front of our loved ones. So even though it may not, it may not have even been a conscious thought process of yours. It's so huge to first. So if you're going to do anything first, start the process, start working out with the guy, start researching the business, start doing Mm -hmm. whatever, and then involve other people. Once you have made a commitment to yourself, so it's really, 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 really big because now you're in a spot where 
if you fail, you're not only going to fail yourself, you're going to fail and look bad in front of your loved ones and then you get teased all that type of stuff and that's horrific as that is right yeah so you tell your friends what's what's this three-month workout schedule Mm -hmm. i want to go through the workout schedule and then i want to go through the 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 diet and then i want to talk about kind of your thought process through that so what's the workout schedule because i can't imagine that it was real easy Uh, no i mean it's definitely um a change from what i was doing before it was like this is this is your life for the next, you know, less than three months, like live, eat, breathe, sleep, like this fitness, like and regimen for this date. So there was three days I would train with him and then the rest of the days I was on my own and then like at least one rest day. So some of those days, I mean, you're spending hour or two in the gym, you know, doing boring things like one of one of the times I just had to walk on a treadmill for over an hour and I'm like, wait a second, like, okay, I'm if I'm committed to this and this is what you're telling me to do, I'm going to do it oh. to get the cardio in and it, it it gets more intense like if you're not meeting the monuments as you get closer to competition date. And I understood like I get this isn't the normal period of kind of like cutting weight and losing weight or body fat because it is a shortened time so mm-hmm. fine I'll do whatever it takes and there was a point too where you know it was approached to me like you can take this and you don't have to worry about walking more on the treadmill or whatnot and I'm like no I'm not I'm gonna do this all natural so whatever I need to do extra time effort yeah. this is this means more to me to keep my body intact and to be able to just be myself yeah. naturally. You mean someone was trying to give you like Winstrol or steroids or yeah, something like that? Yeah. To like illegal, not illegal. Well, yeah, I guess illegal stuff. Yeah. In order to do it. Okay. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, I don't, I, you know, this is something that I told my Good coach, like, I don't want to do this any sort of way that's not natural. So if I can't make it, you know, for that Jody, let me know now, mm-hmm. you know, if it's possible and I can do it where I need to spend more time in the gym or wherever, do it. It was, Yeah few hours a day in the gym you know one day off and just getting into that routine like I don't even think cell phones were more advanced then so I couldn't watch a movie on my phone I I couldn't you know I was going through um maybe Pinterest I think was like the closest thing to like scrolling through Instagram or something and then I would bring magazines and books too because you know if I'm going to be doing this cardio if I'm going to have to go to the gym on my own I need something to keep me focused and past time. <laughs> I often, I know this is probably not the best thing to talk about with another gal, but it is the the truth. I think we all, if we're just going to be honest, all yeah. can, I don't know what the fuck, I don't know how you went to the bathroom without your phone. Like, I, have you ever gone to the bathroom uh, without your phone? And be like, <laughs> what do I do in here? Like, yeah. it sucks. It's like, oh man. Anyway, so, sorry, bad, bad visual. No. Do you feel that you earn self-respect for not taking the easy way out and using those substances? Um, for, for myself, it was for important. Yourself, yeah. yeah, not a lot of people knew about that. Um, yeah. You know, I, I didn't want to put anybody on blast. They just wanted to just be true to me and understand, like, there is an easy way, I'm sure, for a lot of people. And sometimes it makes more sense if they're at a different level. But for me, this was just a – this wasn't a long-term thing in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, I had no idea. Yeah. So I'm like, no, nah, it's cool. I eventually want to have kids one day. And, you yeah. know, keep – my body intact however it is and let's let's go right yeah (laughs) yeah it's side note on that like one of the things that 
I had to do for the cardio part and to get more, you know, body fat, help me sweat more. This is before like Sweet Sweat came out with a product, which is something to help stimulate oh. like, um, sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wore, he was, you know, the recommendation was, okay, you can get trash bags. Did and you, you really? can cut it and then you wear a sweatshirt over it and then you wear sweatpants. And, and luckily I have the luxury of having this like apartment gym that I can go to. And there's there was one gym that like, was a smaller than the main gym. So I go to the smaller gym to do this because it's not very flattering. And you tuck it in and like you just walk and walk. It was almost like, you know, wrestlers, they wear those like sweatsuits. Yep. Yeah. It was like a homemade sweatsuit that I started to have to wear when I was doing this yeah. cardio. And I mean, sometimes, and sorry for the visual, but I would be sweating so much that like if my pants, my sweatpants weren't tied enough, like it would just like, open up and like at the end of the cardio just look like I peed my pants ah. because it was just like here's all the water yeah. so it's kind of embarrassing but right. at the same time I'm like if I was not competing I would not be doing this and I was that dedicated where I was like fine like here I am in my apartment gym if people run into me they're gonna think I'm crazy because I'm literally wearing a trash bag or I'm in a like you couldn't tell but I was in a sweatsuit yeah. and like it may look like I have peed but whatever, we're gonna get this done. Right. <laughs> so, so what? Uh, what was the driving force behind you? Why did you want to want to do it? Just to let me see if I can do it, or because in order to go through that that mental side of at the risk of looking embarrassed, which is such a big emotion that people gloss over, right? A little bit, yeah. And to not go out on the weekends and to go six days a week, and then you know I still want to get into the the difficulties of your food that you're eating yeah but what is it just you just want to see if you could do it is it just a test to yourself or i mean at the end of the day like it's it's pretty it's pretty hard to cut corners on a physique competition so like knowing that i'm going to be next to naked up on stage with a bunch of mm. other people like i can't mess up God. you know it, i it wasn't like hey we're gonna have a question that we ask everybody and your answer will help you, you know, bring up factors. Like there wasn't any other variables other than your physique alone. Yeah. So that was it. And I knew if I cut corners for that or if I didn't commit for myself, like it, it's not going to be a good time. And it was going to be my fault at the end. Mm -hmm. So like when I committed to myself and when I held myself accountable by, you know, as you're saying, like inviting friends to come see the show, I was like, this is it. Like, I can't let them down. I can't let me down. I don't want to look stupid. Like, yeah. you know, what if I went up there and I, like, sure, I had worked, you know, a little bit, but if I if I had a drink here or there, or if I didn't give it my all, then, like, that's my fault, you know? Mm -hmm. So take initiative and do everything in my power that I could to do it right and follow the plan, yeah. you know, invest in a coach and help me. And then get up there and, and I can't be mad at whatever placing I get because at the end of the day I knew like, wow, for, you know, what was next to impossible that I thought of for two months or, you know, two and a half months, I did it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you go, just taking your example, if you were to go on stage and you knew and you got last place or you came in whatever, you would, and you knew that you cut corners, you'd be inside, you'd be Maybe outward, you'd be like, oh, I'm bummed. But inside, you'd be like, yeah, you know, I fucked up. Right. But if right. you went and you did everything that you could within, you followed that that strict regiment, you didn't, you know, do the drinks, you didn't do the 
everything yeah. whatever happens on that day you may be bummed yeah but inside it's going to be a lot easier yeah then yeah. once you once you leave and stuff like that what type of food were you going through i don't want to keep going back to it but just this no. couple months getting ready for that what regimen did he kind of have you on yeah i i mean it was what i told him at the time like i eat fish now but i was like i don't want to do fish so that kind of eliminated another food group which is fine but like people will say they're on a tilapia and broccoli and whatnot mm-hmm. diet. So I was like, I want to make this something that I can enjoy. And so he gave me the foods and like, you know, just for example, like breakfast was like oats, protein powder, and, you know, a specific brand. I Laura Scudder's peanut butter, natural peanut butter. So I was like, okay, what do you do here? You know, like I want, I want this to be good. Like if I'm continuing to have the same yeah. thing for a majority of the same meal, like – what can I do to spice it up? So I started to bake a little bit with it. Okay. And I'm like, cool. I can have my general like protein oats, you know, because you can have a shake. You can have the oats by itself. And some people are like, what do you do with the peanut butter? Mix it together, you know, get creative. So I made an effort to where every single meal I was going to at least enjoy for somewhat, you know, whether it's spices, whether it's seasonings mm-hmm. um, or like, you know, sauteing, how I cook the the vegetables and going just down the meals. It was like about six meals a day like eating every three hours so you have that first really? meal of like oats and protein and peanut butter and then three hours later and this was this was important to him he's like you gotta eat every three hours so it's like all right i knew nothing and now i know a lot more wow. because this almost yeah. enabled me to like learn and experiment with different diets like it doesn't it, whenever you're competing for a competition it doesn't necessarily have to be this way mm-hmm. but this was his way every three hours and the next meal for instance was like egg whites spinach like you know portion of like ezekiel tortilla and then the next one was like generally like a salad and then after that it would vary sometimes from any sort of like protein with like a vegetable mm-hmm. and then another like protein veggies um and then ending the night with like a scoop of protein of some sort. So I was yeah. like, all right, let's let's make this exciting. Like let's get some good like whatever I'm allowed to have with spices, yeah. whatever I'm allowed to have mm. with like, you know, vinegar, you can cook with vinegars, you can cook with like um uh, Bragg's makes this like aminos, which is zero calories. It almost tastes like soy sauce. Mm, so utilizing cool. that so where I'm not like sick of things like sriracha, say, yeah. hot sauce, like I was spice queen. Like my roommate probably was sick of me at that time because like there was an entire section of just like spices and hot sauces. But guess what? Like it helped a ton. And I wasn't sick with like eating dry chicken or like, That's what I was going to Did you have to take, did you go out with the friends and like bring bring your meals with you? So that was the thing. Like what what kept me sane um, was that I was allowed one cheat meal a week. Mm. So I would try to build that cheat meal around you know social events but i'm i'm a social person so i didn't want to miss out on anything and i was like guess what like if i'm going to a birthday thing and there's two social events in one day i don't mind bringing my meal Mm -hmm. because if it's important to him that i you know eat three hours every day you know with this prescribed plan then let's do it and I would just bring it. And it was something at that point that I just had to be okay with. People are going to say things. And yeah. that's okay. But, like, at the end of the day, they don't understand the importance of my goal to me. And, like, you know, my friends are going to be mm-hmm. there. You know, I have this goal that's that's 
my driving force right now. Like competition day yeah. comes. It's time. Yeah. To get on stage. <laughs> You're waiting in line. You're already set. You got your outfit on that a little more revealing than anything that you would wear outside. Yeah. yeah. You're getting ready. What's going through your mind at that time walking up those stairs? Um, I mean You feel ready? So backstory here and I'll show you a little bit more about process. Um, but you have you have prelims, then you have finals. I was ready. This was my day. Mm-hmm. And like it's it's nice to have a coach because you can share like how nervous you are. You do a lot of prep before, so you do posing practice. You understand, but like once you're up on the stage, like it, it hits you. So prelims, and then I I saw a break in between prelims and finals, and I was like, oh, you know, a few photographers have reached out. One that was at the apartment building and watched my transformation was like, hey, if you want to get some like shots on the day when you're like competing like let us know we'd love to shoot you it'd be like I was like yeah that should probably happen because I don't know if I'm going to be doing this for a really long time so why not take advantage of that yeah so um prelims go on great um I did the best that I could very very novice and rookie and beginner but like hey I did it yay and that's where a lot of people like I had a few friends come to that, but finals, it's the big one. It's where they announce the placing. So I went I went and did a, a photo shoot. I, you know, I was a little probably, I can't think of the word of it. Like I was a little ambitious, I guess, scheduling that. Okay. Long shoot, got some great shots and then driving back. And I was like, oh, I feel kind of weak a little bit. My coach was like, what did, what did you do? Um, you know, okay, like this could potentially be, prelims and finals like you want to make sure that you're at your best well rested I get to the like his place and he's like here like you need to take this so that you're feeling better I don't know what that was Uh-oh. but I wake up and the paramedics are at his place because I passed out so whoa the only and I, the only thing that was keeping me from going um or like from going to the hospital was that my brother is going to be there my best friend is going to be there like best friends actually Whoa. you know a few of them were dedicated in coming all the way from orange county to la to see me i gotta pull it together i was just like i i don't know what happened to yeah. where my mind just was like come on do it do it because he was telling me he's like don't go to the hospital they're gonna put an iv in you yeah. and basically that takes away from everything that you've worked for and you can't go on on stage on right. finals so i was like oh my gosh all right like i'm gonna whatever it is have to get it together however that happened <laughs> and then get to finals and my friend one of them in particular one of my really good friends like sees me there and she's like something's off she didn't tell me that, but she was concerned. And she told me mm-hmm. later, like, something was off and I knew something like you were not yourself. Like, and I was like, all right, well, that's fine. Like, you know, yeah. I was saying hi to everyone. He was kind of like keeping me away from a lot of my friends so that I'm not really talking or like wasting my energy because I don't know what happened. Right, right. You know, so I get up on stage. All I had to do, I was like, I just have to get up on stage, smile a little bit. You know, they're going to say, turn around. So that you turn around and then that's it. And then you walk off stage and then they call for placing. I was so out of it. Like I, we lined up. We're all here. Imagine like five, six girls 
in the line and then they're like, okay, ladies, turn around. I didn't hear that. So I'm the only one facing forward. And then they had to say it again and again until I could turn around. So I turned, I was like, oh my gosh, everybody's turned around. Okay, like turn around and then keep just like, keep keep it together. (laughs) Don't pass out right now. I know you're feeling weak and then just do it. And then they called out placing. Um, I think I ended up, I don't know if I got first or second, but I, I placed well in my class. And then we all went to go eat and I was fine. But like, yeah. That was competition day for me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How did you mentally get through that? Like, I, like so yeah. I just don't understand. I mean, you just passed out. I would have been like, I'm out of here. Right. But you have all, is it just you have those people, your friends there, like we talked about earlier? Is it just the fact that you're just in autopilot mode because you've practiced so hard? It's like, what do you, can you pinpoint it? Look, I'm doing an armchair quarterback on the thing? Or? I, I mean, like, looking back, like my... My friends being there was probably one of the true drivers for getting Mm -hmm. me up and, you know, getting me to go there because I had six or seven people come out for Mm. finals and I'm like, they're paying, like tickets aren't cheap. It's like 40 bucks just to sit there and watch me for like a few minutes on stage and then we're all going to go hang out and eat afterwards. But like, I don't want to let them down. Mm-hmm. And that was like, I was like, I got, I got to, I got to get up. I got to do something, you yeah. know? And I told everyone like family, friends, like I'm going to compete. Like, I don't want this to be the, the, how my competition and like my story stopped, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, she never made it to finals. And then nobody ever knew why, like, cause I wouldn't want to share that. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's the first time a lot of people sure. will know because, yeah, like that's something like I didn't share with a lot of people. Yeah. Because at the time, it, it's it scared the hell out of me. You know, like you waking up and being shook, like get up, get up, get up, get up. Yeah. And there's paramedics just surrounding me. Like, right. and then they're like, do you need to go? And I had to give them permission. No, I don't need to go to the hospital. Yeah. I'm going to go on stage <laughs> like uh. instead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, mom. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I think she does this, not know that. I know we touched on it before, but I think there's really, really good life lesson that needs to be pointed out again is that when you want to achieve a goal, you have to tie it to something larger than yourself yeah. and something bigger. It yeah. has to start with you first. It has yeah. to be something that you truly want. But in the end, if it's something that encompasses other people, having your friends there and stuff like that, it's right. bigger than you Yeah, that you're not going to let everybody down and I, like i said i know i already said that but it's so so important as you go through yeah to start with yourself do the work so you're happy with with everything and you know you've earned it yeah but at the same time you will push even further past the point of exhaustion past the point of of three steps away from death's door wherever you were <laughs> yeah, you know like, on there so oh. it's pretty 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 cool but that's a really really good you know mental life lesson so cool so kind of flashing forward you do that you do that competition and mm-hmm. then What's like the next period of time look, look for you? Not necessarily the next month or so, the next six months, year, two years. What's the next years? How do you really start kind of picking up steam after that? The focus was, you know, I got feedback from the judges and they were like, great physique, you know, great look. I want to do another one. So I was like, okay, is this fine to train for whatever next competition? And I think that was probably in a few months after that. Coach says, yeah, let's mm-hmm. do it. 
So I still, you know, I I actually trained with Tony on that one and we were doing it together. And having comes into play accountability, someone to take you through. Because I I personally feel like we're not we're not meant to go through this life alone. Mm -hmm. So like to do a competition and prep with someone else was really helpful. Because we could both complain to each other. We could both like check in. Um, It wasn't just like me alone in this because I guess deemed sport, you know, could be very, very self-serving and you don't like you have people, but you're a team of one Mm -hmm. and your coach. So like you don't it could get kind of lonely or I I don't know, like. I like to be in team sports. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, like training and doing this competition with her was great. But I worked my butt off and I realized that, you know, I, I probably got called out a little bit later than I should have or, or whatever. But I thought I, I brought in a great physique. My coach thought, friends thought. Mm-hmm. And it was then that sat in like, oh, there's there's a lot more to this than – I think I, I initially was told like there's there's politics involved. There's you know, mm. there's teams there that, you know, may have different standings or, or whatever, but at the end of the day, like it may be a different outcome and I had to be okay with that. Mm. And that was in the bikini category. And a lot of you know, a lot of them like have breast augmentations other things as you know whatever they want to do to help enhance their physique and i was like i don't know if i want to go that way or not i i don't know i I thought about it and then i told my coach like well what what do you think and he's like i think you come in so different and so unique that you maybe need to go to figure which is Mm -hmm. the next class up muscle class up he's like you get to you know lift a little bit more which is great you know get stronger you won't have to be doing as much cardio i was like this sounds great yeah Yeah. let's let's do this so i competed in the figure category and it was like the same thing but like i was running into different i guess (laughs) a different obstacle of hey these girls have a lot more muscle mass and maybe my body's just not capable of of getting there Mm -hmm. so after a while you know after a few years i was like you know i'm not not gonna do the competitions i'm gonna take a break from it and i'm just gonna focus on more like lifestyle fitness how can i bring motivation how can i bring you know baking because this whole Mm -hmm. time i was still baking with protein i was baking you know rather than having a crazy like cheap meal where it was you know processed goods or or whatever i whatever i wanted i would have but i felt better baking it myself and knowing what was in it so i started to bake a little bit more post recipes and 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 just want to just inspire and help i've always been more of like a helper through my life so helping others in what i learned and also investing in learning more about fitness environment and like why did i pass out why did i have to eat every three hours what diet makes sense for me like i just started to educate myself and i wanted to share it with as many people as I could that were interested. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at today in short. Yeah. <laughs> but- Going into the those competitions and when you go to do like photo shoots and stuff like that, are you ever 100% satisfied with, with your look? You know what? No. And it's, it's weird because I can say, hey, I'm satisfied. Like I love the pictures. I love how it turned out now. During then, no. Yeah. It's so weird because you take this approach where 
you're constantly having and striving like nothing's going to be okay Mm -hmm. because like for me that was mentally draining like when you're in a physique competition like something else could be better something else could always be better you know and then there's someone that's always probably going to be better than you but oh she has better abs or like her glutes are more defined or oh you have thick thighs because you played soccer so your thighs are never going to be as small Mm -hmm. and like that that to me i was like hey now i'm at a point like embrace it yeah and be grateful and work on what you can do and be proud of like your strength and whatnot so now going into photo shoots like i'm like own it and i love it but previously it was kind of like not yeah like you you get this facade of nothing's ever gonna be okay and i look back at photos sometimes when friends would say hey you're you're getting a little bit like are you okay like you're getting really really lean i'm like i'm fine i'm loving Mm -hmm. life i look back and i'm like wow like one of the comments on a, a photo was like she looks emaciated Whoa. And I, I thought like that was like an amazing picture. <laughs> you know, I'm spread out on this bikini and, and on the beach. And I'm like, really? Like, oh my gosh. But looking back from like someone, you know, that's maybe healthier or they're just used to seeing a little bit more like uh, fat, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess yeah. on a female, like that's something that they should say or think. Yeah. But that hurt to to read at the time like but i didn't necessarily realize and i can look back and say like oh, okay i would i would prefer a little bit more thickness here just like you know that probably was a little bit under my ideal body weight and body type mm-hmm. but yeah you it's it's weird because at the time you don't realize it you said something else that once again it just goes to sometimes you don't know the life lessons that you're going through as you're going through them. yeah you can kind of look back not to use this life lesson for something negative, but something that's going on right now in our society, especially in the U.S., yeah. is that the fastest growing group of individuals committing suicide are ages 11 to 15 uh, girls. Uh. And it all is what psychologists are saying and what studies are saying from Harvard and, and uh, Oxford and stuff like that is that they're saying it's all coming from a point of comparison. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to just point out is that someone looks looks at you and goes you can't get much better physique than that you know well this is what i'm saying this is what i'm going through is like someone the average individual mm-hmm. looking at you or or any of your your fellow com- competitors right. would look and go wow those those girls are pretty much perfect but yet here you are it, during those uh muscle physiques you're comparing yourself yeah. and you're so you're all, always or what you said is like, oh, I need to get better abs or I need to be bigger here. But it's because yeah. you're comparing yourself. And then it wasn't until a little bit later where you kind of just said, ah, fuck it. I'm, I'm good with whoever I am to now oh, you're yeah. totally okay. Right. So it's really, really important, especially for not to be gender specific, but in this case, it is gender specific with this body shaming thing that we have going on and this yeah. constant never ending comparison. And you yeah. go on Instagram and, and everyone looks great, but everyone looks great in a fictitious life not only is it in a fictitious life it's in a fictitious life with best lighting and amazing photographer and you have not that everyone doesn't look good but you can't compare yourself to all those people one because they're on a different journey than you are but two the roots of despair lie in the seeds of comparison and when you start to compare yourself to others that's when really really bad negative thoughts start to come in 
Right. And it's very difficult to kind of achieve achieve happiness. So I think yeah. it's just real big value that you have somebody who's a model in the model industry still saying at points, times in your life, you still had those feelings of comparison, even at your level. And because most people don't don't think that when I look yeah. at when I look at the the rock, I go, that guy 100% knows that he's he's a badass. My guess is he probably has looked at times in his life when he went, you know, I didn't look so good. Right. You know? Yeah. I just think that's really, really important. So that's one of the major reasons why I wanted to have you on is to talk about that and just shed light that everybody goes through these thoughts at some point in time, no matter your level, no yeah. matter the, the thing. So it's so... Yeah. So, so cool. So thank you for, for sharing that stuff. Of, of course. I mean, I, I just, gosh, I forgot where I read it or watched it, but they were saying, you know, fear for women and everybody goes through it is, you know, body shaming. You know, mm -hmm. if you really want to get women upset, like body shaming, which, which is really important, fortunate. And mm -hmm. then for males, it's fear of appearing weak. Yep. So I, I just, I, I heard that and I was like, wow, like that is very true. And unfortunate, and I think now I, I feel like it's getting a little bit better with yeah. females being okay with their body. There's a lot of companies that are investing into, you know, different diversities and different types of models to show it's okay yeah. to be comfortable in your own skin. And then what you are today, you can work on another goal for tomorrow, but maybe that's not realistic if, you know, you're comparing yourself to someone who's not yourself like yes. it's you versus you at the end of the day yeah <laughs> you know so well, it goes back to what you said dur during that three month time to your first competition is like you just wanted to do everything that you could do yeah you know and regardless of whether it looked like it'd be japan's or what whatnot yeah whatever you wanted to do so as long as you do your best then right. the outcome you have to be okay with yeah but it's when you short yourself then that's where things really start to um go go off kilter and stuff like that so right so kind of tell me about this you were talking about um kind of the baking and stuff like that so Jeanette's brought some of your stuff home which has been fantastic <gasps> hey. I love it. anytime you put anything with peanut butter in there I will mm. gladly eat peanut butter any, any which way I can get it noted so, yeah. noted <laughs> yeah so you started through sponsorships and stuff like that I see you're baking with some some types of products and stuff like that is that true yeah well I, I've always been a fan of Olmex's protein powder, and so I started to bake with them their peanut butter chocolate because I was allowed in my competition plan. They're one of the few protein powders that are kind of pure and don't chug like a ton of unnecessary ingredients. So I was obsessed mm -hmm. <laughs> with their protein powder before they even approached me and before I started working with them. Um, and... It was easy to bake with. I started to get creative. I was like, let's channel my inner fat kid. Come on, come on. Like what will nice. taste good, but I can make a little bit healthier. So taking your normal pancake and if you're allowed like a sweet potato, sweet potatoes could actually be a base. You add some protein powder in there. You add some either egg or egg white and then you sweeten with some stevia. Boom, done. And it tastes great. Mm -hmm. You know, it does the satisfying <laughs> for the taste yeah. buds and stills healthy and you're working towards your goals. So there was a lot of things that I found. I'm like, hey, like maybe somebody else is going through this and I can also share an amazing recipe with them that they could try to replicate on their own. Mm -hmm. So I just started to share that on my platform and got great response from it. Yeah. And then as time went through and even Almex approached me when I was competing and I was like, wow, this is a, an amazing opportunity 
happy to rep your brand. I'm already using your products. And for me, that was important to align with a brand that like I'm – I would use myself. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing that I would recommend to anybody that like, hey, I haven't used it myself or like I don't know anything about it. Yeah. And for a good amount of time, you know, I tried different diets to see. Like I'm not going to recommend the keto diet to you if I haven't tried it myself. And like if you're asking me for advice yeah. for keto, I'm, I'm not going to say, oh, go for it. It's really great if I don't have the facts to back it up and to guide you in the right direction. Yeah. So that was really important. And I've just been experimenting for – gosh I want to say years and years where eventually I just talked with Jeanette about this like I'll create an ebook to put it all in one place I'll you know share even more but the thing is you can you can really once you put your mind to something you can really tap in and you know get creative and get a good product out of it whether it's pancakes like every time like it's almost it's very soothing to me to bake a lot of people Sorry, Siri. <laughs> sorry. No Shut wow. up, Siri. Oh, Siri was on my watch. All right. Sorry about that. No um, a lot of people, it's frustrating to bake because it's like a science. But for mm. me, it's very soothing, like cooking and baking. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I I use Allmex products. Um, they've been great to me. Yeah. And I use them in my baking. So that's one thing that I love to share with them, whether it's putting a recipe on their blog or whether it's putting a recipe out there. Far in between from like, yeah. I've made protein pancakes, I made protein cupcakes, uh, like protein waffles, uh, protein bars. I replicated a Quest bar actually using Omex protein. And then I <laughs> I got the same, they used like this fiber originally. Mm-hmm. I got it from Canada because it's the only place that I could find it. So I sh- they shipped it, there's a gallon, and I started making these protein bars, and they are they are great. People, yeah. actually, a few a few of my friends started to buy some from me. Nice, nice. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just something that I really love to do. With all the influencers today, you can see a big difference in the way they try to do their influence when they don't really believe in the product. Yeah. And there's no music behind their words. It's just all fluff. It's very hollow. Right. But very different, you know. You can sense like the passion and, ha- and everything that you have. And you happen to have a great product sponsoring to use it. So it works out great. Yeah. So that's really, really cool. So I think that's why you have such a good engagement rate and, and really good Thank people you. following yourself because you're genuine. Yeah. You know? like and I, it's so, yeah. so important. So important because there's yeah. a lot of fake stuff out there. So cool. So uh, last couple things. And I just want to kind of mm-hmm. one, if you were, if a young guy was going to come to you and say, hey, I want to be in the fitness in- industry. What would you, what advice would you give them? Yeah. I mean, it's it's case by case too of like, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to compete? And that's like taking them down a different vertical or do you just want to be more of a fitness model? What the same thing like that was said to me when I met Jamie Eason back at like, you know, visiting the LA Fit Expo for my first time, she grabbed me and my friend and came back with her and my friend had shared kind of like, hey, I'm getting ready for a show. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is Jamie Eason. Like she is... She is legit. This is the real Jamie Eason. She picked us out of a crowd and, you know, took us back. And she was like, you know, always be true to yourself, you know, true mm-hmm. to who you are. At the end of the day, do a goal for you. And that makes sense for yourself and your body. And reach out. Like people are here and they want to help. Like mm-hmm. Jamie Eason taking us and her saying like, hey, like we can even go through this magazine. Like reach out to these photographers. See if you can get some photo, like get exposure, get yourself in the industry and kind of take it from there. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not like it's not going to happen overnight. 
Like you need to work at it. You need to, you know, create who you want to be, what's true to you, and then stick with it. And, you know, the world is your oyster, Mm -hmm. you know, like why not? And talk to people. (laughs) I tell, I talk to Jeanette all the time when we're traveling and stuff like that. I have this belief is that I truly, truly believe from the bottom of my heart that 99% of the human population are good people. Yeah. Out of a hundred people in a room, one of them's going to be a fucking dickhead. One of them's going to be <laughs> a crazy Jeffrey Dahmer person. One one percent is going to be fucking stupid. Right. However, if you're in a foreign land or if you're, you know, at a, a, a fitness show or something, and you talk to a hundred people and say, "Hey, what's your best advice?" Yeah. I guarantee you, ninety to ninety nine of them are going to they're going to give you give you advice. You just have to have the willing to ask. You're going to get a couple of those assholes that are like, "Dude, get out of here! You're never going to." You know, but, yeah, but, we're all going to get no's in our life. Yeah. Like you know, so. Cool. I have one more question, but before we uh, ask that question, where can everybody reach you? Where can they find you? Yeah, they can find me on Instagram. It's ataylor716. My link to Facebook will be in my profile. Sponsorships, you know, my main one's Allmax Nutrition. You can go to allmaxnutrition.com to learn more about their products. Check out the webs- uh, the recipes that are on the site as well as, you know, anything you're interested in, feel free to reach out to me. Like I, again, like I'm open to questions. I'm happy to help um, and here. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then last question, walking down the street and a young gal, a young girl, ages 11 to 18 mm-hmm. comes up, up to you and says hey um allison i seen you on you know instagram and this magazine or at that that thing you know you're really gorgeous i just hate the way that i look and everyone teases me or i don't like the way I, way I look what do you what do you tell them what advice would you give them or how would you uh, talk to them yeah i mean spend as much time with them as possible because there's obviously an insecurity going on right there tell them they're beautiful you know and then find out the why Mm -hmm. is usually if someone's feeling that way there's a why behind it maybe you know they had an experience in their past where it didn't go as well and it made them feel that way as much as i can you know be there as a mentor or, you know, guidance in some way, or if it needs to get to the point where they need professional help then put them in the right hands. But it's, it's like taking them from one step to the other. Cause that's not a good state to be mm-hmm. like, Hey, like I'm a young girl. I feel so, you know, ugly or depressed, or I'm not living my life as I should. Like what is making her feel that way? Mm-hmm. Like she's probably amazing and beautiful and has so much to offer. So how can I help her get to the next like place to take her to that? And that's what I would just do is, you yeah. know, hang out with her, spend time, um, whether that's like, okay, do you want to go get ice cream or like, <laughs> let's talk, like, yeah. you know, hang out and um, yeah, spend as much time as needed. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, like I said in the beginning, thank you very much for doing yeah. this. I really appreciate talking to you, being open, being transparent. You heard it from her, someone in the fitness industry. She's had doubts. She's had insecurities. We all do. We all go through it. Just uh, reach out. Don't seclude. You're all beautiful in your own way. Look her up on Instagram and we'll have some uh, baked goods soon. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Thank you Thank for you having me. See ya.